let's talk about one of the impacts of the pandemic, and that is the number of surgeries that were performed across Canada in the first 16 months of the pandemic is down significantly, over half a million fewer surgeries. Now, that takes into account the beginning of the pandemic when pretty much everything was just canceled. It's a different story more recently as provinces try and bring back capacity online, but it's a different story in different provinces. This report is from the Canadian Institute for Health Information and on the line, Tracy Johnson, who is the Director of Health System Analytics for the Canadian Institute for Health Information. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Alan. Good afternoon. Where are we? I know you've broken it down by provinces. Where are we in Ontario in trying to get capacity back up to pre-pandemic levels? So I'll just remind folks that this is an estimate. So we don't have a big cancellation list here at CHI. So what we did, as you said, was compare the number of surgeries and the types of surgeries done in 2019 compared to what happened during the pandemic. And in Ontario, we can see that about 336,000 surgeries weren't done compared to the last the year before. So that's about a 23% um, decrease. And some of the things that took got got hit the hardest were things like cataracts and hip and knee replacements because those are scheduled uh, surgeries and less urgent than someone who has cancer or a cardiac condition. I think you looked at cardiac as well. Did that have a, a decrease in terms of cardiac-related surgeries? So there was just about a 10% decrease compared to almost 50 and 60% for hip and knee replacements during some of the time of the pandemic. So things like cancer and cardiac, what we can see in the data is that all provinces tried as much as they could to keep that going. Some of the decrease in cardiac may also have been um, people, lifestyles changed, uh, people had less, some people may have had less stress and their condition may not have exacerbated in the same way it did pr prior to and or they may have been some of the people who were most vulnerable to getting COVID because we do know that cardiac challenges and respiratory challenges uh, set you up to be more vulnerable to COVID-19. What does this tell us about the long-term management of this pandemic in terms of the rest of the healthcare system? So what we can see with this is that we have learned and that the healthcare systems across the country have continued to adapt in the response to COVID-19. They've had to try and balance care for COVID-19 patients with care for other health issues. And we can see that the response has evolved. In the beginning, it was shut everything down. As we went through last summer and even the second and third waves, we can see that less things were shut down. There was an attempt to balance that and to understand who to prioritize, how we could quickly turn things off and on. Um, but the challenge going forward will be figuring out with an aging workforce and one that's been working flat out for 18 months, how to put in more surgeries and how to do some of that catch up. I'm often reminded about the truism in the, the healthcare system is that it's, you know, it's easy to get, you know, to build an ICU or get a, you know, build a ventilator. It is much more difficult to get a skilled worker to be able to use it. And that is where the difficulty is in the system right now. Could you address the shortfall in human capital? So that's, you've identified the number one challenge we've had for a while now. We have an aging workforce 
and uh, lots of retirements. So we haven't and the appropriate, so we're working on getting better data across Canada. And certainly the COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted the fact that we don't have good data on who is in the health workforce, where they work and what their scope of practice is. That kind of data allows us to plan going forward for the numbers of healthcare workers we're going to need with an aging population as well. So better data will get us there. We also probably learned some lessons on how to redeploy people and retrain people during the pandemic because that was happening across all provinces. Where do we go from here in terms of, we've talked about, you know, if, if we do hopefully move into an endemic phase of COVID, we are going to, we, we know already from the projections and the modeling that we're going to see another strain on the system just even over the course of this winter. And going forward, I think we're going to constantly have to do this accordion, you know, with the virus. So how do, how do we put systems in place that accommodate that? So we have learned that things like one of the key findings with this study and a lot of the other data that's coming in right now is that public health measures changed common illnesses. And we were able in Ontario and a number of other provinces in wave uh, two and three to actually accommodate kind of pandemic numbers needed because we didn't have people coming for other respiratory challenges. So one of them is understanding that we did change the the trajectory for some of these common illnesses. So what's the place in our in our future for masks when we should have them and how they help control some of the um, uh, ongoing infections in communities? I think some of the other things that we're going to have to think about as we um, we move forward with this is is how to address some of the challenges that we that COVID has highlighted in the system. The challenges with capacity, like a lot of hospitals across the country work at almost close to 100% capacity, which gives us a very little flex to do anything else. So this has been highlighted. It's a problem that we've had for a while. It's been highlighted during the pandemic. So the question is, did we learn some things about virtual care where we can shift people away from coming to the emergency department, shift long-term care away from coming to the emergency department or having to be admitted for more common things like pneumonia. Well, it's very interesting. It's something we're going to have to get used to going forward because it's not going away anytime soon. Tracy, I appreciate your time today. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye-bye, Alan. That is Tracy Johnson, who is the Director of Health System Analytics at the Canadian Institute for Health Information, talking about the impact on surgeries and other healthcare procedures because of the pandemic.